We'll get both of them going. Uh, hey guys, this is Jay Peterman. Um, I wanted to take just a second to follow up from the email I sent out yesterday about the photos and basic inspection, some equipment being inspected. Uh, on a full inspection checklist and it's really non-runners and it has created a, a lot of feedback and I wanted to just take just a second, I won't be long, uh, on the topics and, and the questions that were asked and raised uh, since yesterday and I, I want to pass along some feedback. So number one, uh, I've already this morning got four uh, more from Dustin in the office from the QC team that were in, was inspected on a full inspection checklist that did not run. Uh, I've already talked to all four of you guys this morning. Uh, one scenario was, hey, uh, the guy bought it from Iron Plant. He was upset with the sale and it was running when he bought it the first time and now he got it. Once he took delivery, it does not run. Uh, so the inspector kind of felt like we need to go ahead and do a full inspection again, even though it did not start at this second inspection. Um, so that's one scenario we, we should have downgraded, even though it did run the day he purchased it. And once he took delivery, it did not run. It's a non-runner. We need to downgrade it. Second scenario was um, the unit would turn over and, and per the inspector, almost start. Uh, the engine would try to crank. So he went ahead and felt like it deserved a full inspection. Uh, we need to, you know, not do a full inspection. It did not run. Uh, third scenario, I know a lot of you guys have ran into this quite a few times. Um, you go out to a, a location, the customer says, hey, man, that, that truck runs or this machine runs. This, you know, whatever, they, they feed you a line, I'm pretty sure sometimes. And you say, hey, I'll go ahead and start my inspection and then you can get it cranked up and I can finish what, you know, what I need to finish with it running. So you spend, you know, 35, 45 minutes, you know, measuring tires, tread depths, uh, taking specification, taking photos, and you're filling out the full inspection checklist. And, you know, and then an hour later, the guy comes and says, oh, man, we, we can't get that thing cranked up. Uh, we've been messing with it for an hour. It won't start. must have a fuel issue. must have a starter problem. Uh, whatever. It's got a major failure. We can't get to crank. Uh, let's just do it as a dead truck. Well, you spent, you know, 45 minutes already doing uh, probably 75, 85% of your inspection already. So now you're like, oh, man, what do I do? Um, we, you know, that's another scenario. You have to kind of bite your pride a little bit and just, you know, downgrade it to a photos and basic. The good news is with the new V2 checklist, all the specifications that you put for the engine and the weights and the GVWs, all that will transfer over into a photos and basic because it asks those same questions. That stuff will transfer over. You won't lose all of your information. Now, I'm not going to say you won't lose any, but you won't lose all of it. So on that third scenario, you've, you've probably done 35, 45, you know, half the inspection or maybe more. We need to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and take it and then go ahead and downgrade it because it does not run. Um, so that's some scenarios we got this morning. Uh, and I also want to read an email from one of the inspectors I thought was very, very helpful. Uh, and there was some great questions in there. And I'm sure some of you also probably have the same questions at times. And I, I'm just going to read what he says. He said, I listened to the podcast 
And I am totally, and I get it totally. I know I have been guilty of going ahead with a full inspection, mainly because that is what is on the assignment. And I assume there must be a reason why the item was listed as a full inspection. Uh, we'll touch on all of that here in just a second. Second paragraph, it says, is there any way to get sales to ask a few more questions when they are setting up the item in the system? I'm assuming they are the folks that do this. I'm not complaining or trying to point fingers, just trying to understand how this process works so I can do the job better and efficiently and profitable for all concerned as possible. So to touch on all that, yes, the sales team are the people that make the assignments and choose the inspection type uh, per what the customer asked for. Uh, in this scenario that he was in yesterday, um, the probably most likely the sales team hasn't even visited the machine. They were doing this over the phone. It was a single seller and they probably done it over the phone, over the internet. And he had no idea. The sell, the salesman had no idea what the seller had. Um, so yes, the sales team is responsible for making full inspection photos and basic, uh, that is their job and their RASC, their, their customer service representative, you know, works for them, sales rep, uh, make sure all that's correct. Yes. Uh, sometimes assignments do come across as full inspections and there's no way they're full inspections because they hadn't ran in 50 years. Uh, probably nobody knows that, you know, the, the people in corporate, you know, have talked to the corporate office and they know there's an asset sitting in Houston, Texas, or assets sitting in Birmingham, Alabama, or assets sitting in, you know, wherever, uh, LA doesn't matter. They haven't seen it. It's just on the books. They know they have a, uh, a cat 613 or a cat 416, but they don't really know what shape it's in. So when you get there, it's going to be listed as full inspection. Uh, it's your job to go ahead and downgrade it. Just because it says full inspection doesn't mean we still continue on. We have to be wise and make right decisions. Uh, and do uh, photos and basic. Uh, and on that same note, I have seen recently a lot of Sunbelt stuff coming through as photos and basic that should be full inspection. So if you pull up on a job site and you listed Sunbelt item, it listed photos and basic, and it's a you know 2,000 hour skid steer that cranks, runs, functions as intended, a John Deere 310 backhoe that functions as intended, go ahead and upgrade that to a full inspection. So this kind of works both ways. It's kind of your responsibility to make those wise choices. So yes, the sales team is in charge of that. Most of the time the sales team or, or the representative does not really lay eyes on the equipment. So the scenario he said, I just today inspected a cat 416 this afternoon on the photos and basic according to what the seller's wife said, it ran when it was parked. However, I had a battery that was not connected and some other engine parts that were not connected or were, that were disconnected. I show them in the photos. Uh, yes, this is what, that was the correct thing to do, do a photos and basic. Uh, the buyer, I mean, excuse me, the seller, uh, talked to the inspector and, try, and said that the, the sales team tried to get her to buy a full inspection because it would bring more money. Well, a dead item, we couldn't do that. Uh, it is still your job as an inspector, go out and take great photos or good photos of a photos and basic, even though it doesn't run. There's some good parts. There's some good things about the machine that uh, somebody would want. Maybe the boom's in good shape, the loader arms, the bucket, you know, they, it's got a good transmission. Maybe the engine's good, but the transmission's bad. You know, we take good photos. So, you know, you still may have 50, 60 photos of a photos and basic machine, 
but you know, you've done the seller a good job. You went out there, you're showing the, the buyer what, you know, the, the seller has so they can make an accurate decision or own an item that we're not guaranteeing, not putting ironclad assurance on. So do a good job, take some good photos, find the good things about a photos and basic, find the bad things, show the wear, show the, the heavy wear, show the damage, but also show, Hey, the transmission's good. These cylinders are good, you know, whatever, show the good stuff. Uh, I want to heart, you know, I want to keep pushing for that. Cause like I said, we got four more today. Uh, non-runners done as fools. I want to kind of knock this number down. You guys are phenomenal. You know, we, we got a big on the big push about the serial numbers back in like last October and I beat on and I, I kept, you know, beating it, beating it. Hey, let's, let's make sure we get these serial numbers and you guys have done a phenomenal job about getting to me, getting those serial numbers, asking for locations, working with each other uh, and passing along the information and it has been great. So I know we can stop this also. Uh, so if you go out to the machine, uh, let's, let's make sure we make the right decision. If you have a question, you please call me. I'll, I'll fix you up. I'll help you. You send me a text, send me a picture of the machine. I'll tell you what we need to do. Uh, and, and we'll take care of it. Second thing also, just a quick little note, uh, that came from QC also this morning. And I'm referring to QC as a quality control team. That's Dustin and all the control controls that do the, get the reports once you submit them. Because when you submit your reports in the evenings, they go to Fort Worth, Atlanta, and there's a QC team that, you know, cleans the reports up. That's, and so that's what the you know, customer sees online and make sure they're clean. Uh, so that's what I'm referring to as QC team. So second thing I was going to say that they passed along today was if you get an uh, assignment that's, that's listed or assigned the uninspected checklist or uninspected equipment checklist, Please stop right there. Please call me. Let's get that straightened out because that is not a good checklist to use. It doesn't ask for any detail. Uh, it's kind of a default checklist that, you know, sales sometimes uses when they don't know what to do better. Uh, we're really good at picking the right checklist and knowing the, the, the taxonomy of the, of, of the items and knowing what we need to sign there. So if you get an uninspected equipment checklist assigned to any item, I don't care what it is, if it's a, if it's a shovel, a uh, hand grinder, I don't know, a D8 T, please stop right there. Give me a call. We'll fix the checklist. Make sure you got the right checklist. Um, and another note, I also talked to a guy, same, same thing. These, this, these podcasts and stuff kind of get out there. We, we mentioned about the safety harnesses and the fall protection and boom lifts and scissor lifts. The one guy said, Hey, he could, he could find a, you know, pretty reasonable harness on Amazon for around 60 bucks. So if you do not have one, please try to go ahead and get you one. I want everybody to be safe out there. I want everybody to conform to the safety policies. So um, thank you for tuning in again. If you have more questions, please send the feedback. I love hearing from you guys. I love talking to you. And the, the, the more we can chat and communicate, uh, we can make things happen. So again, I appreciate all you guys. Thank you for the hard work you do uh, and be safe out there. Uh, take your time, be safe, watch what you're doing. Get home safely back to your families. I appreciate all of you guys and thank you.